Welcome to Death Metal. Once again, we are back in the fucking saddle. We're talking about Gigi Allen. Episode one, Gigi Allen, we left off. He had gone to prison for assaulting a young woman. Drinking her blood. Drinking her blood. Uh, we had discussed. Now, the thing about him going to prison for that, uh, uh, one problem that I have a lot of time is I don't remember what we talked about in the first episode of Three Parter. Yeah, I never do. Uh, I'll tell you, like, right now, that Gigi Allen episode, hot. The, the hottest one we've put up in a minute. I think that uh, a lot of people don't give a fuck about Colts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the, that one was fine. It was great, uh, but uh, like par for the course. But Gigi fucking took off, and I get it, man. Uh, very polarizing figure. Not a lot of inside information out there about him without sitting down and like watching Hated, and Hated is only one chapter. You know, it's yeah, it's because it's like, oh, this is like what he was doing. You you think that it's like that time period, like maybe those four or five years, but it's like, dude, he's been doing that since the early eighties. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't see how he got away. Well, you know, we'll talk more about it, but he got away with a lot more than you would figure that a human being would. So him going to jail for a little bit, part of the course, it was about three years. We went through that last time. He got out. When he got out, here's the thing, man. He comes out of jail hard. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't think this about Gigi Allen, but he had been working out the entire time. He, when he went in with, I mean, so I, I hesitate to call him. I, I feel like I did do this in the first episode. Now, uh, uh, full disclosure here, Buddy did all the looking up for the first episode. Mm-hmm. And I read mostly what he sent to me. I, I knew the story already. Yeah. And this is what happens with a lot of this shit is, you know, the story. It's something that I've been interested in, something that I have known about. And then I'll go back and dig into it and find out more. So yeah. if anything is double repeated in this. It's not going to be a lot of stuff, but I found out more on that. Yeah. Uh, but I did pick up from the time period where he just got out of prison. Uh, but he was, I, what I'm saying is I hesitate to call him a heroin addict. Okay. Because he did heroin, but he also did everything else. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I mean, you could just essentially, I guess, call him an addict. Yeah. But he would do literally anything. I think it was just anything that was destructive. He didn't give a fuck, man. To himself, right. to other people. Sure. He was, yeah. Uh, he would take any drug. Whatever you had available, um, and and you know that obviously comes with physical dependencies. Uh, but when he was in prison, and a physical dependency on a drug takes its toll on your body, because you will forego nutrition, working mm-hmm. out for time and money. You know, if you had ten bucks, mm-hmm. and your choice was you could have like a wholesome meal, or you could get heroin. You're going with heroin. Heroin. Right? So, you know, he was he was a lot smaller before he went into prison physically. Yeah. Uh, he was depleted, mm-hmm. you know? Went into prison, worked out, ate the prison food, which is for sure three meals a day, milk, and uh, they're giving you calcium and protein and all that shit that the body needs to grow. So he also dedicated himself to making himself harder physically and then I, I think that when he was in jail for the entire three years, now we read his manifesto, which basically we left off with the idea that what he's doing is trying to destroy, and I and literally in his mind, you know, 
mm-hmm. the entire music industry. Yeah. And the way that he's going to do that is by physically doing it. Yeah. Like doing uh, the anti of a regular show. You yeah. Know? Like if you would go see Boston in concert, a sold out arena, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful harmonies, uh, keyboards, lights, lasers, dancing, yep. a lot of fun. The exact opposite of that would be like some disgusting man cutting his asshole open with a bottle and spraying shit everywhere. I yeah. guess, you know, I yeah, guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the opposite yes. to Gigi it was. Uh, but he becomes very focused because when he's in prison, you know, he's got a lot of time. He was isolated a lot because he was considered a celebrity in prison. He's not a celebrity yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. He hadn't been on TV or anything by this point. But the thing is, is that he had notoriety. Yeah. He was known... Uh, so he would be known to the average prisoner as someone that they would call like quote unquote crazy, you know? Yeah. So that, that would give you the precedent that the, the other prisoners would want to test that. Like he would be probably hidden away from everyone else because they would want to beat him up because they thought, because someone told them that he was insane. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, Oh, is he crazy? Well, I'm crazier. So I'm gonna show him. So he spent a lot of time by himself while he was by himself. You know, he's in there hyping himself up. Like he's got these ideas in his brain and he's so fucking mad that he got arrested for that shit. Well, when he went to trial, you know, he admitted everything that he did and he was proud of it. That's the thing is that usually when you're going before a court of law, you need to show some type of remorse. Yeah. He did not. He did the opposite of that. He doubled down on it. He said, well, yeah, I drank her blood. She wanted me to. I loved it. I will do it again. She's the same shit to me. Exactly. Yeah. So because he rode for that, he got the basically maximum penalty for what they could prove. And so he's very mad about the situation. And that drives him through his entire sentence. So when he comes out, he's coming out hard. It's yeah. tough, Gigi. Uh, he got a ton of fights in prison, obviously. I'm sure he got raped a couple times. Yeah. You That's know, probably why he started working out hard. You uh, know? And, and, uh, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, you know, everything leads to everything. That's not what he said. But, of course, you wouldn't get raped in prison. It wouldn't be something, even for Gigi Allen, to easily talk about. So, basically, what everyone around him said, including his brother Merle, that he didn't talk about prison very much. Which probably does exactly mean that, you know? Something bad happened to him, but he worked out. But uh, one one thing that I've noticed a lot about watching a lot of Gigi Allen videos, when he goes to prison before that, like he try he he he'll like hit people in the audience like straight up punch him. Oh yeah. But when they try to come back for him, he flinches before prison. Like uh, he would he would run into the crowd and hit somebody and then run away. Yeah. After prison, he's bigger. No. He he pursues a fight. He will go into the audience and anyone within reach of him, he'll fight them. And I, and when I say fight, I mean like he doesn't like hit them and then run off to hit somebody else or whatever to like yeah. make a show happen. Like the the idea of the fight overtakes the show, yeah. And that's the that's what's wild also to me about Gigi Allen is when the live show is happening, the things that he can do and continue to sing and perform yeah. at the same time. Oh, he'll hit you in the mouth and still sing. He doesn't miss a beat. Yeah, he will shit. He will diarrhea all over the place. 
and and not have a strain in his voice. I mean, even like even everybody that was around at that time was like, you know, there was a difference between Gigi and then Kevin Michael Allen. You know, it was like yeah. there was that difference. So when he came out of prison, there was no difference. It was Gigi. Like he was just Gigi all the time. Yeah, it was to the point where he would go fight the whole audience, and then they would stomp his fucking ass and break his arm, and that was into the show, and he had to go to the hospital because he broke his arm. Yeah, well, that's gonna you come know? up. Um, so once he gets out of prison, he's on parole. He's in Michigan. Because that's where he got arrested at, because that's where the crime happened. So he's like kind of stuck there, but he just says, fuck it. He takes off. Um, and the reason that he does that, this is kind of a shit move to me. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, he's mentally unstable. Yeah. Like he, we talked about that a lot last time, so no reason to dump back into it. But, you know, multiple personality disorder, possible schizophrenia, mania for sure. Yeah. Uh, so this fucking guy. It's all possible, but yeah, never sure, diagnosed, definitely. but dead. never I mean, diagnosed, but he, we like we get the gist of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not professionals, but it's pretty easy to pick apart. Yeah, I mean, he definitely had uh, three different people that he referred to himself as. There's like you know, and that's not an act. <laughs> like no. the way he's doing it, he's not joking. It's not to be cute. This is in the time period where mental health was real shitty. Yeah, because no one really cared. It was just like, yeah. yo, grow a sack. Basically, like, get your shit together, you know? Like, yo, oh, you have multiple personalities? Well, so do I, so get your fucking shit together. Get a job, <laughs> you know? Uh, that That's how they dealt with shit like that. Uh, somebody that hated the documentary. There's a filmmaker that calls up G.G. Allen after he got out of prison now. I think his name is Todd Phillips. He's the guy Todd that made Phillips. all the fucking hangover movies. Yeah, correct. Now, fuck this guy. Yeah, I think yeah. in the first one I said, like, yo, it's cool. No, fuck this guy. Because what happened is that Todd calls up G.G. Allen. He knows about everything that Gigi's got going on. He knows that it'll make an interesting film. He basically is trying to pop off of that, yeah. which is what you would do if you're like trying to make art for money. No problem with that, except that Gigi Allen should have stayed in Michigan, and it, it was like a one-year probation and finished that off. But instead, Todd just throws a bunch of money at him and is like, "Yo, let's just go. Like, I'm gonna, I'll fund your tour. Like, I don't like, don't worry about because even though Gigi's going through shit mentally, in his mind, he knows." how going on tour works because he's done it for years. Yeah. It's like, I got a band. I want to get the music out. I want to go town to town, play my show and uh, sell some fucking records. He's not trying to be rich or anything, but that's just, that's how making music works Yeah, to be able to make music full time. You have to fund it to fund making music full time. You got to go out there and play music in front of people and get a wider audience to pay for your music. So you can continue to make music. It's earnest. Yeah. It's honest. Um, so he knows how that shit works. This guy totally exploits it and says, you know how you're normally worried about guarantees, people showing up, then fuck that shit, I'll pay for it. Did you know that? Yeah. Because I did not know that he offered him money to do it. Yeah. So this guy totally exploits the situation, gets Gigi to come out when Gigi, so now he's a fucking felon simply because he's violated his felony parole. Yeah. So now there's a warrant out for him out of Michigan. So anything that should happen, you know something's going to happen. He's going to have to serve the entire, like, communicated sentence. Yep. So that's fucked. He preyed on him because the guy's fucked up in the head. Well, then, yeah, and not only that, he's, like, got that, he's got the Jesus thing going on, but then he's yeah. also got the punk rock thing going on, yeah. and he's like, well, I'm a pussy if I don't, you know? Yeah. And so he's like, well, you know. oh, I mean, but he again uh, in Gigi's mind and he's telling everybody this shit like when I can go back out, I'm going to destroy everything. This is my final run. Uh, I don't care if I die. I'm going to fuck everything up. I'm going to show you what I mean. Yeah. And somebody giving him the means to do that 
for a profit is fucked yeah. up to me because yeah. that, that's clearly a that, that that's not normal person shit. That's like bum fights. Yes, yes, he bum fighted yeah. Gigi Allen. He he funded his insane bullshit to make a cool video. Now it is a cool video. That's a fact. It is cool. He did a good job on the documentary. Uh, the opening scene of it, Gigi Allen is it, also. I could not figure out how this works. Uh, uncooked hot dog flopping around, yeah. sticks it in a girl's asshole. Like how? Does that work? It might have had a... You know how like when you get a hot dog that has a little bit of ice on it? Yeah. Oh, but it, it's floppy, dude. I saw it. Yeah, I mean, it can still be flopped with a little <laughs> yeah. bit of... But it, he defrosts it in the butt. Okay. Yeah. You know? But uh, he's pushing it in and out of an asshole, and yeah. it's a loose hot dog. I. It's probably a loose butt. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it works. But anyway, he does that for... I think that's how it kicks off. It's like 30 seconds of him doing the back and forth of the hot dog in the asshole. Yeah. And then he eats it. Yeah. He puts it in his mouth, moves it around a little bit, and eats it, which is probably the only thing that he had eaten the entire day. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, right after he gets out of prison, the first week he fucking knocks his front teeth out, top and bottom, with a microphone. Yeah. Well, like, chips the bottom, busts the front teeth out, so now he looks triple insane. Yeah. And he talks like this now, you know, because all of a sudden, and I feel like Gigi Allen today because I had a half of my uh, half a tooth break off. Yeah, it's nothing. you know, I'm yeah. like what am I fucking scumming it like this now? Yeah. We're just gonna live the rest of my life with half of a fucking tooth, and it's like the back part of the tooth, so you can't see it. But I just still had just watched Gigi Allen. You're done that trip, man. Me and you both, man. We both broke a tooth. We got shitty tattoos. We're fucking. Yeah. We're turning into Gigi's. Oh god, that's oh, the last man. thing I would ever want to be in my life. Who he's fucked a raccoon. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's allegedly fucked a lot of animals. I mean, that's what he says. I don't think it's alleged, dude. He did it. Yeah, I I believe it. I also think that sometimes things swirl around in Gigi's mind that get exasperated to what they were. Uh, it, but also, sometimes when he says he did some shit, I'm like, there's no way that it happened. But then there's, there's video a video of it. Yeah, back yeah, it up. I'm yeah, like, yeah. fuck! <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, he fucked a raccoon, for sure. He's gay, yeah, he's had to. I mean, he did. It's on video. He's like feeding it French fries and it's laying on its back. He fucked like, a raccoon. Really care no, it's it. like half dead. Dude. He beats it. That's what's fucked up. Yeah, like it's not a willing participant. Like it's essentially dead, and he has sex with it. Can't okay. do that to a cat. All right, you, you can't. Know, Gigi, no. if you're tough, you should have fucked a cat. Now that's a sign. Specifically, a cougar. Oh, could you imagine trying to have sex no. with an eighty pound cat? I can imagine an 80-pound cat having sex with me. Yeah, if it wants to, for sure. I'm not. Do whatever it wants to to you. Yeah, it'll get real hot. <laughs> Look at all this meat. Yeah, and uh, Gigi seeps really into heroin more than any other drug. Again, I, I don't want to say, like, yo, he's a heroin addict because he's doing anything that he can get a hold of. Heroin's already available, though, and he's he's shooting up. Yeah. Uh, that's a big difference. Uh, before he went to prison, apparently people around him said that he would, like, snort it, smoke it, wasn't shooting up after prison. I mean, he's really checked out, you know. I think that when you are in the frame of mind that Gigi Allen is in, the worst thing that could happen to you is being in prison, not dying. Because you have no way to escape. Dying is an escape, right? Uh, When you have no way out, you can't control what what your day-to-day life is like. Even if your life is complete shit, uh, you're in control of killing yourself. In prison, you can't kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, plenty of uh, people say that the best thing that could happen to them is death instead of going to prison. That's why a lot of people, when they get out on parole and they can only get certain jobs, they can't get good paying jobs is they're like, well, I could do the same thing that got me landed in there. And a lot of them do, or they kill themselves. Yeah. 
With him, he's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to die. Might as well go out a legend, you know? Yeah, he would rather definitely die than be in prison again. Yeah. And he now, he also is now, because of uh, how schizophrenia works, you become a victim of paranoia. Shout out to Chris Barnes. Mm-hmm. In your mind, <laughs> you are trapped. So uh, Gigi now has uh, the paranoia... That the the entire American authority is after him because he's been arrested. He's been through the legal system. He, he he believes that cops work for the highest level of government, any level of cop, and that no matter what he's doing, that's his enemy. And they know that 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 they're enemies, and they're being tasked with taking Gigi down. So now his brain works that. He has to topple police. That's the only way for him to survive. Yeah. He, he can't go back to jail. If he goes back to jail, he's going to have to be in jail forever. So he's going to do anything he can to stay out of jail, uh, which, you know, doing drugs and shit doesn't help that out. Now, uh, the this is like also the first incarnation of the murder junkie. There's been uh, people in, this, in the band that he's played with. Pe- members are in and out. Yeah. Uh, he's insane. Hard to be around. The only consistent person is his brother Merle. Yeah, which uh, obviously they're used to each other. And I, I really think that Merle and Gigi, because of the way that they grew up with their dad being reclusive and abusive and the household that they came up in, uh, they have a relationship that was similar to their mother and father's. Like Gigi is like his father. Merle's like his mother. There's definitely an, an enabling thing going on with Merle. Mm-hmm. And there's a dominant power thing going on with Gigi. And it's not something that they would talk about, you know? Yeah. Uh, so th- they pull out this drummer. His name's Dino. No last name given because he's a fucking sex offender. Oh, yeah. He, for, for one, the, the guy stays naked. He's known as Dino the new drummer. Yeah. Doesn't put his clothes. He, he's got a giant piece. He does. A stark contrast from Gigi. Yeah. Right. Uh, like when you watch that documentary, he's like, well, there is a physical reason for it. And he's like, whenever I sit on, I, I hit the drums too hard and I sit on the seat. Yeah. It makes me break out. Yeah. And then he's, okay, guy. and he's dude. And he's like, he's another one that's legitimately crazy. He's nuts. Yeah. He's gone. He's bonked. He's gone. <laughs> he's fucking bonked, <laughs> he's gone. brother. Uh, he has been charged with exposing himself to an 11 year old. Uh, you know, he says it's all a big goof, which fucking it may have been whatever. Fuck this guy. I think he's a piece of shit. I'm oh, not yeah. with it. Not with the program. Anytime there's a kid involved, get fucked. Uh, but but that not a smart choice when you could uh, when you know that you're you're committing a parole violation for just being out on the road. You got this fucking idiot with you. Um, they had a guy named fucking Chicken John, Chicken John yeah. playing guitar, and this is too much for a guy named Chicken John. So he bails. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they go out all the way on tour, he goes on Geraldo. Mm-hmm. And the thing, Gigi is really good in this venue. Oh, Him yeah. being on the shock talk show is the best that Gigi could ever do. And it's the best that the talk show could ever do. Yeah. Because what they're trying to sell on these talk shows is uh, you're a stay at home parent, right? Mm-hmm. And you have children that are out in school all day. Uh, you don't know what they're up to right after school. They want to implant fear in you to buy more dumb shit or 
whatever a single like you clean the house, monitor your kids, buy them more clothes, all that type of dumb shit. It, it's a it's a ploy because fear sells shit. No, oh, yeah. Uh, if they can make a stay at home mom terrified of the outside world, they're gonna sell shit to her. And most of the time, it's like a highly sensationalized story, like Satanic Panic, uh-huh. something that they pulled out of their ass to try to make a cool tale up to sell. And also keep the program interesting, you know. If 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 they want the same moms to tune in every day, they gotta have an interesting story every day. Uh, but Gigi is, of course, the real fucking deal, and they can pull him out and say this guy shits himself in venues, kicks it all over people, eats it, spits it on people, pisses everywhere, rapes audience members, and he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I do that, and I'm gonna do as much as I can. I'm going to do more of it. He opens up his appearance on the Geraldo show uh, by saying that his shit and piss is communion. Mm -hmm. When people eat his shit, that's like taking in the body of Christ. When people drink his piss, that is like taking in the body of Christ. Yeah. So in his brain, again, he not 100% his fault. He was named Jesus Christ out of the wound. His crazy religious dad thought that he was the next savior incarnate so he named him that that passes down and when people are outraged by this he asked them like yo you go to church right when you do communion that is christ's skin that is christ's blood this is my skin and my blood like that nah, nah guy it's your shit and your piss that performance on Geraldo starts bringing people out. Didi Ramon capitalizes, joins the band. Yeah. Uh, Didi is not an original Ramon, right? Um, no, I think he is. I, th- I think that Didi was, I, I want to say, I'm okay. I could be wrong, but I think he was, he like left the band and they got somebody else. Marky. Which is, is Marky the one that's not the original? Yeah, 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 I think so. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Dee Dee, yes, original. Dee Dee, Tommy, Richie. And CJ is the one that I think may have. Yeah, well, you know, anyone that joined the fucking Ramones, put Marky is the one that I'm thinking of that's the fucking uh, sketchy one. Okay, so uh, Joey Ramone. Dee Dee is the founding member. I'm a fucking idiot. That's right. Okay. Oh, Dee Dee is the one. Okay, so Dee Dee, his biography is where he talks about sucking dick for drugs all the time. Yeah, he's got like uh, a 53rd and 3rd. Yeah, that's, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's confusing because everyone takes the last name Ramon. Marky is the one that rapped. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. The best rap albums. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he ever put an album out. Oh, he did. A full album? And I think it's on Spotify and it's oh, pretty good. <laughs> anyway, fucking Dee Dee. Joins the band playing guitar. Uh, and at the time, he is a full blown addict as yeah. well. Uh, he's doing drugs all the time. That's the reason that he joins because, you know, he thinks that he's going to be able to tour the whole country. Ramones aren't doing shit and be able to fucking get fucked up on drugs all the time and hang out with Gigi and it's going to be all cool. Uh, pr- pr- thinks that Gigi's a gimmick, you know? Yeah. Uh, Rude Awakening, again, he ain't a fucking gimmick. He's really doing this shit. Yeah. Every time. And it's not just some of the time. You, I, I could see if you're in a band that's played everywhere, all over the place, a lot of shows, you know everybody, 
and you think like, yo, this guy is not doing this every show. Like he probably like one out of every 10 shows he might shit. Mm-hmm. And people talk about only that because out of 10 shows, if you shit one time, uh, nothing else you did in the other nine shows means anything compared to the time you shit on stage. Nah, man, literally every fucking show he's shitting and eating it. Yeah. And that blows Didi away. And then uh, they, they get into New York City and, and Gigi's fucking drunk. He's hanging out of the van, throwing beer bottles at prostitutes. Yeah. That, look, if you if you scare Didi Ramon, there's a problem. There's a problem. If you shake up a guy. I mean, he fucked dudes and ladies for drugs. Yeah, he, he got fucked by men for drugs. Yes. On the regular. Not gay. He's not a gay guy. No, he just needed drugs. Just needed drugs. So there's dudes just fucking not like coming into this Soho apartment fucking his ass. And uh, giving him money or drugs, like I mean, and, 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 and and you 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 scared that guy. Yeah, you shook him up. A Ramon. Yeah, uh, you know how many fights the Ramones have been in just for being the Ramones? <laughs> Plenty. So many. Uh, and he was afraid to be around Gigi, so he dropped the fuck out. Uh, right after Dee Dee drops out is when Gigi Allen starts doing a lot of spoken word shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hate spoken word. This is a terrible idea. I talked about it enough to not bring it up over and over again as to why. Uh, but he gets booked at New York University. Now, the appeal. This one's good though. This is the best spoken. Uh, yeah, word. for sure. This is the best spoken word. Well, that's what I was about to say. As far as spoken word goes, Gigi's not doing a lot of talking. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have a, a plan, you know, he like a spoken word show is you have an idea what you're going to do. Like you write your shit out. You, you're going to go up there and you're going to tell a bunch of stories back to back to back and make a story. He, he doesn't have any of that going on. He's just going to get up there and wild out. So the appeal for a university art thing to book Gigi Allen is that, again, he's looked at as art, especially in like some New York City shit. It's like Andy Warhol. Basquiat, all this fucking well, weird. Well, Todd Phillips is the one that set it up. Yeah, sure, true. But I'm saying the appeal of it is that, it, like, they're looking at him like an art piece. Yeah. They're not looking at him as, like, Gigi Allen is really this person. They're looking at him like, this is a guy who his art is doing this extreme shit for attention. Yep. Uh, and it kind of is, but not in the way that they assume so. So he gets up there. Uh, he's got a banana with him. He opens the banana up. And he tells them that he is going to shit the banana out on them. Now, everyone in the crowd laughs. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. But then he proceeds to shove the banana up his ass. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's a banana. So it's not like it's a it's out of the peel. Yeah. Like you, you could probably shove. An in peel banana into your ass. Yeah. But a squished up banana is going to be hard to shove. But, yeah. you know, he's using it as lube now. He's using his fingers and getting, he's getting, like, you could, if you watch Hated in the Nation, you can watch him get pieces of banana into his asshole. Uh, the banana starts to come back out. He begins to eat it. While this is going on, he's begging everyone in the crowd to come hit him. Yeah. Begging. Well, he's also like, everybody. Put a particle of clothing, not not an article of clothing, but a particle of clothing. That's <laughs> okay. the funniest shit, Yeah, man. particle. Yeah, yeah, particle of clothing up here. Yeah, he, like he wants people to get naked and punch him. Yeah. No one's doing anything he's asking them to do, so fine with Gigi. Uh, he starts throwing banana all over everybody. Hey, he's not really hitting anyone, so people are still laughing and having a great time. Like, it's, 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 it's insane, but it's funny, you know? I, I imagine it smells fucking terrible, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
because oh, yeah. yeah, he's never taken a bath in his life. Uh, and then he's not getting his way, so he goes out into the crowd. Uh, and it takes him a minute to start getting down off the stage, so everyone gets the oh, fuck out of there as soon. Like then, then now people are like like having a hard time exiting the room because yeah. everyone's trying to get out so fast. It kind of fucking like piles up, especially because fucking security's coming in. When they're coming yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and then like then like the police are cut, like kind of hip to what's gonna go on, but not really. Uh, but but at this point, he's also been fully naked for like ten minutes, right? Yeah. So somebody snitched. The cops are on their way in. Uh, they show up. They start screaming at everyone. And they're like, blown oh, away. They're so mad. Turn the fucking cameras yeah, off. Yeah, they're pissed off. Uh, they grab Gigi, smack him. You can hear him in the bit. background going, "You hungry pigs?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, he uh, he's riding for it. You know, oh, man. hates a cop. He's gonna feed them banana. Uh, fucking art. You know, he's yeah. making art. And all that happens to him, like, they shut the thing down, and he just has to sign a slip that says, like, he'll never come back to New York University. Yeah. So, and that's a win for Gigi, because that's all on film, and that's fucking insane. The next thing they do in Aided is they go back to his hometown uh, to interview some people. The, the uh, Todd sits his high school music teacher down, like, Gigi <laughs> played, like, snare drum in high school band or some shit. And they sit him down, and the guy wants to hear his music, so he puts on the song that we use for the episodes. Yeah, he's like, suck like, my ass, it smells. He's like, go ahead and hit play on that. And he's like, oh, you want to hear me play? He's like, no, 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 just hit play on the tape. He's like, sitting there, and he's like. This is kicks in, he's like, dun, 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 dun. and then he's just sitting there like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, blown away. This is a lot different than what I taught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, yeah, you know, when Gigi was playing with me, he was just like playing a drum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, his high school friends are fucking dorks. Oh, yeah. Big time. And they're still living. They're like, yeah, yeah, you know, fucking Gigi. Uh, uh, kind of crazy, hot air. Eh? Yeah. You know? And fucking Gigi, eh? <laughs> uh, 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 wasn't like that. But what they did is they shined a light on his his problems to me. Yeah. Uh, because it turns out that when Gigi was 18, had never done drugs, had never had a drink of alcohol, never smoked a cigarette, wasn't into that shit. He knew it led to trouble. But Merle slipped a hit of acid into a Dunkin' Donuts munchkin. Yeah. And Gigi ate it. So he got dosed with LSD uh, and had never done anything before. And actually hated the idea of doing anything. So, you know, he fucking rages. Yeah. Uh, you ever seen that video where a, a Dunkin' Donuts shuts down in this small northeastern town? Uh, like like somebody drove a car into it or some shit on accident and it shut down for like three weeks. And the uh-huh. people that fucking go to the Dunkin' Donuts every day are all fucked up about it. And they make a news story, dude, yo. That's how. That's what it had to be like to be like. Gigi was that mad. Man, my favorite thing about that whole thing was when they're showing his friends is that one guy with that weird mustache in the background with the glasses on, yeah. and, and they're like just filming him, and he's just doing this weird thing with his eyes and his lips. Like it's like he's flossing <laughs> his teeth and his lips are <laughs> slipping up, but he's not. He just starts twitching. Yeah, they're and, weird, dude. And you're like, oh shit, it's not a cool group of people. It's like, man, that that guy's literally what your grandparents told you what would happen if you're on drugs. Yeah, but you know, it, it, this is the Northeast, and Dunkin' Donuts is a big deal. I can see why he gave him the munch. But you know, Gigi's as mad as like a small northeastern town would be when they closed down a Dunkin' Donuts. Like that, the fucking thing where uh, somebody like wrecks their car into the small town's Dunkin' and it, it destroys the whole town. Like yeah. this, this fucking guy is like, yeah, you know, I, I go to Dunkin' every day. Uh, you know, I got into some legal troubles, and uh, you know, I go to Dunkin' and I uh, meet with my lawyer there. I do all my legal business there at the Dunkin'. 
And then some fat lady, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, the Dunkin' over there, all my friends like to go there and get a cold coffee. I think they call it an iced coffee. But, uh, yeah, I can't, you know, I could go up the street and get a donut at this other place, but it's not the same thing. I like a Dunkin' Donuts. So you're saying it's people in small towns like to go yeah. blow some steam off at a Dunkin', man. Yeah, man, uh, but if you trust Dunkin' Donuts and you want to get that munchkin and you just get dosed with LSD when you're not a fan of drugs, uh, Gigi goes fucking insane. That night, they said that at first he was like, like okay with it, but then he just progressively got worse. Uh, started smashing shit. Uh, wanted to wanted to kill Merle, uh, and then he started. They said that he just started to, like they were all on acid, and they had done acid several times. Especially you could tell by the weird lip guy. He'd done yeah, a yeah. lot of acid. Oh, wow, yeah. uh, Gigi probably unlocked a schizophrenia. Now I know that happens a lot. Like if you're under 21 or two is usually when your schizophrenia pops up, right? Uh, it's anywhere between, uh, I think for men, it's like 19 to 31. I 32. think it's younger than that. It, I mean, you, you it, know well, more cause you work in it. Most, most, uh, most psychiatrists won't diagnose a kid. Okay. They don't want to diagnose them with that. I don't know why that is. Um, They'll say that they've got this or that, you know, something that like hints to that, but they'll never say that if they if they give a kid a diagnosis of schizophrenia, man, that kid's fucked up. Yeah, and they're gonna do some shit. Yeah, you know, so that that's the thing. So most of the time, they say anywhere between like, I would say, I think it's either nineteen to thirty one or twenty one to thirty three for okay. men, and then uh, it happens later on for women in life. Point being, um, if you. Like essentially, you know, one of the one of the fears that people have with taking LSD mushrooms, psychedelics, is that you could make yourself schizophrenic. But the reality is that you already are that. Yeah. And when you're a young adult, there's a history of it in your family, right? But if you essentially, if you are schizophrenic and you're a young adult, you can really unlock it. You know, like overnight with a psychedelic. And, and to me, that makes 100% sense as to what happened with Gigi, especially when you're not expecting that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, they, like, I really think that that is where he popped off at. Now, he they, he goes, builds and builds from that. Uh, everyone says that he wasn't the same from that. And then especially coming out of prison, everyone is like, this is not the same person. Uh, Merle says still to this day, he was not... In any way, Kevin or Gigi, the person that he knew after prison. Uh, Now Gigi's on the shit. He says one of the hardest things. This quote from Gigi Allen, one of the hardest quotes of all time. My mind is a machine gun. My body is the bullets and the audience is the target. Yeah. Hard. That's hard. Extremely hard. But he is really on that shit. Uh, He is having sex with men, women, animals, anything that he can get inside of at one of his shows. There used to be a video of him having sex with a dead cat on stage. Yeah, a dead cat. A dead cat. It's still out there because I saw it yesterday. Okay, okay. (laughs) It's terrible. Um, uh, An important thing to say about Gigi at this time period, too, is that like in his talk show shit, you'll hear a lot of him talking about rape. Um, I feel like now this would be a very hot topic because of the way that like 
we, we really are a lot more open with a country with like the problem of what consent is, you know, yeah. like the Bill Cosby shit, for example. You know, you, you have to be f- a full sound mind and body to consent to having sex. Well, like most rapists are, they don't care about consent, but they're going to be weird about when you ask him. Like, he doesn't care. You ask him, have you ever raped somebody for that? Yes. Yeah, no, he's wide open about it. However, um, I'm trying to think of a good way to say it. Not a good way, but basically Gigi's whole thing is that if you come to his show, you've signed, you're consenting. You're basically signing a waiver. You are consenting to whatever happens. And I would go so far now. Okay. I'm really, how can I say this? Uh, I think that if you're, if it's the, so there's like a, there's an area, right? Mm-hmm. Where, uh, maybe you don't know. Yeah. You know, but if you've seen him on TV, because this is where he starts to get way popular is because of him being on TV. Yeah. If you see him on TV directly say, yo, if you come to my show, if you're a man, if you're a woman, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to rape you. Mm hmm. If you consent to having sex with me, that's still rape to me. If you are in my show, you are saying rape me. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. It, it, I mean, it's like in the documentary. But that—that's yeah. what I'm. That's some psychopath shit. Yeah. A, but. Why the fuck are people going to but the when show? But when you like watch, like when you watch Hated, you know they keep interviewing that dude Unk. Is his name? <laughs> yeah, that guy's a fucking dork. Unk is hilarious. He's a fucking dork. He's a dork. But I'm it, not with. He I looks like weird. That. He fucking stressed me. He out, looks man. weird. He like looks like guy. he tried out for the Ramones. Yeah. But like, uh, but he's like, they're like, you go to his shows. He's like, yeah. He's like, I figured out where to go. He's like, why? Well, he's like, get in the back by the exit. No, he says behind him. Yeah. Oh, behind, behind him. Yeah, Gigi, behind yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that's the move. It's like, once Gigi breaks into the audience, you fucking go behind him. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he just goes for him, dude. Yeah, but th- that's like the thing, though. Like, it, I think that in Gigi's mind, uh, as a for, for an entertainer, you're paying to go to this show. Yeah. That is the show. He doesn't want you to pay $10 and not get shit spit on you. Like you paid for that, he he's gonna try to give you that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of Unk, he throws this fucking birthday party for Gigi, trying to uh, get in his favor. You know how like if someone's a, if you're a super fan of somebody, and they're like a smaller artist, uh, pretty easy to get in touch with them and become you know a fan, and then pretty easy to evolve into a friend. That's what happens with that guy Unk that's in Hated and Gigi. Yeah, they build a friendship. Uh, he, he plans a whole birthday party for Gigi and Gigi's like, I'm not coming there unless a girl pisses or shits in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his friends fucking does it. It's on fucking video. You can watch it on YouTube right now. Squats over Gigi Allen. Oh yeah. Pisses in his mouth. Gigi chugs it, throws up hot dog puke all over his face. Eats the hot dog puke and continues to chug piss. It's so funny because that dude explains to the own guy and he's like, you know, it's great because she's got a clip pierced and everything, you know, and then she does it and he boffs and he eats it and then she, and then he goes, and he's a happy boy. He's like, yeah, oh, what he the is. fuck, he man? He loves it. Even worse than that shit is that right after that, he does another spoken word performance. Yeah. Disgusting. 
at this one, and it was going on and on about how the paper frames him as this, the paper frames him as that. A girl says something to him. He calls her a hog. What do you say, hog? <laughs> Yo, uh, not cool. And then puts hands on her, grabs her by the hair, throws her to the back, gets beat up himself. Well, she says something. He says, why don't you come up here and say it? And then she gets in his face. And then yeah, he yeah. slams her into yeah, a wall, dude. Right, and then right, these two right, fucking... Right. Dorks kick his ass. Yeah. And then he's well, like, they should have kicked his ass. They should have kicked yeah, his he ass. He needed to get beat up. And then, uh, and then he's like, he "Yeah, doesn't even fight him though." Like, now he, he like lays. He's like, "Yeah, bring yeah, the posse yeah, up." Yeah, Ooh, some hoe comes. Or is it, it says like some some fucking hog? Maybe he says hog. He says hog. He's like some hog comes up here and talks. Yeah, yeah, it's my performance. Yeah, he's like cut himself. He's like it's like paper. Yeah, he's like he's cut, cut himself, himself with a beer can. Yeah, like he did to that girl. He yeah, did the blood. just like that. He, he loves it. Uh, this is right around the time he starts to correspond with John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pen pals. Mm-hmm. They write. Now, John Wayne Gacy will essentially write to anybody. Is this the, this, well, the performance that you're talking about happened in 1989. I think what you're talking about happened in the 90s, like as far as all talk show shit. So 1989 is when he kicked that woman's ass. Uh, no, he went on Geraldo way before he did the other shows. Okay. Geraldo okay. was his first show. He's a lot younger in that one. Uh-huh. He'll go on more talk shows in the 90s. He went on Geraldo while they were filming Hated. Okay. Um, Todd, what the fuck? Todd ever, Phillips. Todd Phillips yeah. was on Geraldo with them. Okay. So, uh, I don't know if Todd set that up, but he is on Geraldo. Uh, he's filming it himself. There's like several camera angles of like Merle being on it from Todd's yeah. thing. Uh, Todd sitting by Merle the whole time, you know? Yeah. Um, so that th- that was the first one. Um, this spoken word performance might have been before that. There's a little bit of jumping on time frame, so yeah, no, yeah. no reason to point it out. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard because it's all of it's just weird. Yeah, you know? I mean, you know, th- at, at any rate, we're getting towards the final fucking run of Gigi Allen. Yeah. And, and the final, you know, hang on one second. It's basically, uh, the John Wayne Gacy thing, um... Gigi visits him a few times, mm-hmm. uh, but John Wayne will kind of write to anybody uh, in prison. Uh, it's, it, it's Menard, mm-hmm. Menard. Yeah, we beer heisted a Menard. Yeah, Menard's prison that uh, John Wayne Gacy is in. They don't have television, so he does. It, when Gigi is telling him that he's like a rock star and shit, John Wayne Gacy thinks he's like uh, Guns and Roses type of rock star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, huge, you know. And he is big for the genre. But uh, John Wayne Gacy thinks he's a lot more important than he is. Mm-hmm. So Gacy is happy to speak with him. Stoked on uh, stoked on having a famous friend. Goes like way into detail with Gigi Allen. Is speaking to Gigi Allen's friends as well. You know what I mean? Uh, that unk guy corresponded with him as well. Uh, but, you know, they have, they have like... John Wayne Gacy basically wants to talk about weird sex. Yeah. So does Gigi. Well, uncle's like, uh, he's like, you know, I haven't, like, they ask him, like, what do you think they were talking about? He's like, probably, he's like, you know, weird sex stuff. And then he's like, well, like what? And he's like, uh, I don't know, tying up young girls and having sex with them. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck, man. Which, you know, he says girls, not guys. So that's yeah, funny thing about Gacy is that, that he's, not, he's not gay. Oh, you're really going to try this shit again? Mm-hmm. He's absolutely gay. He's like, uh, I don't know, do you think Gigi Allen's gay? No. Because he has sex with animals, people. Right, 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 right. But the thing is, is that John Wayne Gacy exclusively lusts for men. But except he talked about tied up young girls. Exclusively. 
Uh, with, with no confirmation. You're going off of some hearsay shit. Maybe. No, there's no maybe. It's definitely hearsay. You loud breathing fuck. Uh, you're a fucking idiot. Why would you derail oh, like an entire plot? <laughs> uh, funny thing about John Wayne Gacy and Gigi Allen. John Wayne Gacy likes Gigi a lot, obviously, because he thinks he's got a famous friend, but tells everybody else uh, how bad Gigi smells. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> she smells worse than my mom's uh, basement. <laughs> you know. Exa- that's what, exactly what I was about to say. You know that a man who is living in a house that's littered with dead bodies, if he is grossed out by a smell, also been in prison for years, if a smell disgusts him, just imagine the way that Gigi Allen fucking smells. He's shitting on himself every night. There's no way he's washing it off. No. Uh, with, with, with the most important John Wayne Gacy, Gigi Allen connection to me is, could Gigi Allen have killed people? Man, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like you hear that, but it's like everything points to that, but there's no proof. There's no proof. Uh, you know, my whole point is that I think Gigi likes to brag about everything he's done. Yeah. A lot of it's real. If he killed somebody, would he not have said it? No, I don't think so. So That's a you, typical serial killer. So move. you think that? Oh well, a typical serial killer move is not bragging about all the other shit you're doing, though. Either. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, man. I am managing a KFC. Yeah. I'm also a part of this fucking club where you know JCs. JCs. Yeah, I mean, like that that whole thing. He's part of the JCs. He they always have like these credentials that they can point at. He's so fucked up in the head that his credentials are those things. But for him to get away with this whole fucking manifesto, he can't tell people he killed people. Okay. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Yeah. I, I think that G.G. Allen certainly has the wherewithal and the propensity to fucking murder somebody. He's on tour. He can go town to I don't town. think that. I think that it would be. I think he would like it. Uh, I think that he would feel that it was part of his righteous indignation. Yeah. Uh, and that he was doing, you know, just, just like any serial killer worth their salt, when they kill someone, it's for some greater cause. Yeah. I feel like Gigi could have easily fit into that. And exactly. They were traveling so much. He's in and out of places for, for 20 fucking years. So would I be shocked if I found out he killed 10 people? Absolutely not. Uh, my main point is that he brags about everything that he does. And you know, I, I you could totally be right. He, he could be bragging about everything else that he does except killing people. Mm, science would point towards that. Like that, would, I mean, it escalates over time period. He's escalating, sure. But it's like, you, I mean, there's no proof, right? You know, right? I, I, I mean, know, maybe man. he got smooth away from it. Now, around this time is when he starts going really hard. Uh, and this is still, again, within a year of him getting out of prison. Yeah. Really starts hammering down on he is going to kill himself on stage. Yeah, has no idea of, like, he has no fuck about life. Even his own. So, I mean, true. And that's absolutely true. Uh, what he starts saying and writing for is that he's going to kill himself uh, Halloween night, 10-31-1991. That's when he's going to do it. Now, when he said that, it blew up because he had already been on Geraldo. He's known. It's an easy story. This yeah. fucking psychopath is out here spraying shit everywhere, cutting himself, fighting people, fighting entire crowds. Uh, and, and so the, the threat of him killing himself in front of a lot of people travels. But people want to see that shit. So 
it kind of fucks up his plan for him because he doesn't want people to want him to do something. So because he when he said I'm going to kill myself October 31st 1991 he didn't expect that to get out the way it did. For sure, and I could say this without being a medical without being a mental health professional, he definitely has optional defiant disorder. Which yeah. is a prerequisite to being a sociopath. Yeah, because he 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 will he does not want to do anything that anyone wants him to do. Yeah. That's like his big thing. It's like uh you know that is why that's why I didn't go too much into it, but the conversation got weird. Uh, that's why he beat that girl up at Boston University. Yeah, because he was reading the newspaper that said Gigi wouldn't you know wouldn't do that. Like he wouldn't select a certain date, even though he's this type of crazy that totally proves that he's like a, a sensational tabloid type of person. Yeah, and then she asked him like, "Hey, why don't you kill yourself sooner?" And that drives him in fucking crazy. So because you want me to, you want me to kill myself sooner. So I'm not going to kill myself sooner. You just got to have to wait. Yeah, he's like, you come up here and say that to me. And then, yeah, he throws a girl by her fucking hair. And honestly, I would rather be beat up than listen to spoken word. Yeah. She won, I think. I don't know, man. The fucking head slamming to the wall was hard. Somebody definitely had to repair the drywall in that yeah, place. Now, the, the problem with the, that I take here, uh, my, my personal problem with all this shit, is that the people around him, the murder junkies, uh, Todd Phillips, they're like, this is the nature of human beings, which kind of makes Gigi Allen right. He, this he's obviously the most mentally troubled person that they've ever known. Yeah. Uh, but that most anybody would ever know. He's got problems. Yeah. He is for sure going to kill himself. Mm -hmm. All of them say, Yes, I absolutely believe that Gigi was going to kill himself on stage. All of them. Merle, his brother, mm-hmm. believed Gigi Allen was going to 100% kill himself on stage. None of them do a fucking thing about it. Yeah, I, there was like a there's like an interview with Merle where he's like, um, there's absolutely nothing I could say to him to stop him. And he's like, because Gigi would just do whatever. He's like, if he's going to do it, he's got his mindset. He's going to do it. You know, he's like, there's nothing I could say. But then I'm like, well, that's enabling if you're playing in his band. If you just go, well, if you're going to do that, I'm quitting your band. Fuck that. That's fucking crazy. You're my brother. Let's not do this shit. Exactly. Hey, let's get some help. Exactly. Exactly. The move should have been, especially from his fucking brother. That's why I say, yo, fuck Todd Phillips. This is the most sane person that they're around, and he's just trying to get his movie made. But I, yeah, and I don't think Merle's. In, I don't think he's no Merle's I mean, regular. He's, he's way more normal than people would think. But he's I think that also the trauma that he probably went through as a kid probably helped him be a yeah. fucking. You know, now like, I said that at the top. Yeah. I think Merle is a an enabler by birth. Yeah, because uh, his mom was. He probably well, yes. Gigi took his dad's side, and he yes. and Merle took his mom's side. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think that Merle had any ill intention behind it, which most enablers don't. I think that they're both the product of a fucked, fucked, fucked childhood. Yeah. And that led him into this. But uh, everyone around him should have said, look, we're not going to have anything to do with you, man. If you're yeah. like, you need help. It's an intervention. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like the only way we can do this shit, Gigi, is if you get help. And that's the thing that grounded Gigi to reality. That, that this is what people need to understand is that no matter how far out he got mentally, he knew the way for him to make a living was having a band. Yeah. Making music, making a little bit of money off the music. Nothing extravagant, but enough to get by on to do what he wants to do, to do drugs. To make music, 
to to do his performances. But then also like maybe there was like a fear base behind them not fucking uh, not not doing that because it's like maybe he's gonna fucking kill us, you know? I mean, look, here's the thing. He's a nut. What grounded Gigi Allen to reality is he knew that he had to do this job. These are the people that got him the gigs. Gigi Allen couldn't book a tour. Merle booked all his shit. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, again, no matter how crazy Gigi got, he knew that he had to go play shows. He knew he had to. Yeah. That's the one thing that could have been used to help Gigi out. It's like, yo, we want to do this for you. We will get you back out on the road, but we need to take care of the shit first. Nobody was there for him. Again, mental health was fucked up at the time. People didn't look at shit the same way, you know, uh, but, but they said, fuck it. They wanted him to go crazy. They sat there. They watched him shit, spit shit all over people, cut himself, whatever. They watched it. Also, what's funny about the murder junkies to me is that they're so boring live. He wilds yeah. out and they just stand there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, where's this one guy got all the energy for the whole band? Uh, and also, what the fuck do you think Gigi Allen's guarantee was? Man, I don't really know. I mean, because it's like you know you're gonna sell out. It's gonna be a packed house, and the shorts gonna. Be, I mean, the show's gonna be cut short. You get to get off early, but the shit. Yeah, but I mean, janitors are used to that, <laughs> right? But most. I've been a janitor. I used to have to clean up fucking special ed turds. <laughs> special ed turds. Man, what's the difference with a special ed turd? They're and a huge, man. <laughs> I had to clean up this. I know it sounds fucked up, but it's true, man. It was like women's bathrooms worse because they like. Like the the girls at the high school that I cleaned up after, man, they would write like crazy shit with tampons on the wall, and you have to clean it up. But then you're like, oh, this is the worst it's gonna get. No, man, special ed kids, they shit huge turds, huge turds. I don't know if it's the same kid, <laughs> but dude, I'm talking a fucking five footer log right in the middle. Like he's like, this is too big for the uh, toilet, so I'm just gonna shit in the floor, and he would. <laughs> huge man. <laughs> What do you think makes their turds different? It was a fucking Sonic Coney dog. He coneyed the floor. But what do you think makes the difference? I mean, maybe that like brain connection to the to your turd bank will work, right? You, know? you just save it up. I mean, you eat a lot of fucking Mongo food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mongo food was like Pringles. <laughs> Fucking applesauce combos, oh, combos, man. combos, yeah, dude, man. And you know, you're, you combo. know, like your mom's like, you need some fiber, and so they give like a fiber one bar, which is like twenty three grams of fiber or some yeah. shit. And then he's like, I'll eat everybody's chili dogs, and then he, <laughs> oh and my then, god, then he dude. fucking chili dogs the floor. Uh, I can only assume it's a he because I don't, you know. Uh, lighter side again, hilarious fucking Gigi story. Um, th- again, the murder junkies have basically formed to do this tour. And it's other people he's played with. It's just another incarnation of what Gigi Allen's doing. He's the focus, right? Yeah. Uh, he's got hot heat behind him. When you're on Geraldo Rivera in the fucking late 80s, that's huge. Yeah. So now he's a star. A record company wants to sign him. They do. Give him a bunch of money. Give him an advance. They're going to make an album. The, the fucking, his agent wants to celebrate with the producer. They have an industry party. Everyone that doesn't know Gigi Allen thinks that what he's doing is an act. Yeah. This the president of the record company, the vice president, all these corporate people. Was that Homestead Records? Yeah. 
Yeah, the homestead. They they think that it, it's an act. You know, they yeah. think he's just going to show up. They they have, they throw a celebration about the album that they're going <laughs> to do together. Gigi Allen shows up, and he pisses on the president of Homestead Records. <laughs> I mean, this guy has just paid them thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking pisses on him Yeah I mean I guess you learn The fucking hard way uh, Right after this Gigi Allen sucks Merle's dick Yeah, Until Merle His blood brother Comes at a show uh-huh. Which again is so much Better than watching spoken word Absolutely I would <laughs> Most people right now are like, this is shocking. But it's like, dude, the first time you ever had sex with another person was his brother. Yeah. That's what he says anyway. Allegedly. Merle doesn't back that. Yeah, of course you wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I fucked my brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, on, I man. mean, he has to because I'm sucking his dicks on camera, guy. Yeah. That's a lot. Chugging uh, your brother's dick. Then a sad turn is he gets jumped at his show in San Antonio, Texas. He starts his fighting shit. Uh, all 50 people in the crowd jump on Gigi, kick the shit out of him. Gets his arm broken, uh, which when he goes to the hospital, they just drop him off, which gets the police involved. So, of course, he, now he has to go back because he skipped out on fucking parole to Michigan. They, with a broken arm, transport his ass to Michigan. Uh, Homestead Records ends up paying you know, to help him out. Try to get him back out on the road. Uh, and this is where I get really weirded out about this part of Gigi's life. Because, again, I'm I'm at, I'm at a point. Uh, multiple personalities sort of make sense. Yeah. That's the only thing that could put it together. Because the other musicians that have known Gigi and were around him, uh, they rally around him. And they say that, like, yo, when he's not playing a show, he's pretty cool. Yeah. He's kind of quiet. He's funny. Makes jokes, just hangs out like everyone else. And then there's videos of him doing like signings, you know, pool parties, just hanging out, man. One of the dudes, just a punk, a punk in love, you know, (laughs) regular dude. But yeah, but but multiple personalities sort of makes sense to me because again, you could, you could have a character like that. You could also have a character like that and have something wrong with you where you can't turn it off. Right. Yeah. I I mean, you know, the like schizophrenia. It's if you have multiple personality disorder and schizophrenia, which most people are like, what's the difference? There's a difference. There's a huge difference. Or you hear voices, right? And all this other shit. But like, if you're talking to yourself, not just like shut up or whatever, but you ask yourself a question and then you answer it, that's multiple personality disorder. Yes, and he is for sure. That. He's doing that kind of shit for uh, sure. Now, right after he gets through with his stint in Michigan, again is when they put out. Brutality and bloodshed for all, mm-hmm. and I need to walk back something I said because honestly, man, this music's pretty good. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of his music that kind of fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a few that bang. The brutality and bloodshed for all fucking bangs. It's a really good. It's like uh, you know who sounds like this is modern life is war. Really? Yeah, it's like that same <laughs> sound. It's like a creeping, lunging. It's hardcore. Yeah. Uh, it's not fast. Yeah. It's not like a, a specific breakdown. It's just like the kind of the same like trudge pace the whole time with Gigi just fucking wilding out over it. It's pretty hard, you know? And again, he's on that shit where he's like considering himself as the weapon that's going to destroy music. So he's talking heaps of shit. Um, 
you know, again, he's he's physically fighting crowds. This yeah. is this is becoming a big problem because you know he got fucked up in Texas, had to take some time off, comes back healed, and it, it's like every time he steps away from performing for a little bit, he comes back harder. And when he's getting in fights, he, he like uh, you you can just watch as the years go by in his live performances the way that he pursues fights in the crowd. He gets worse and worse. Like at this point, and I'm talking, this is like late 1992, early 1993. That's, that is more of a focus getting into a physical out and out altercation is more of a focus than anything else at a show. Like he wants to be in a fight, you know? Yeah. And I wonder, like, I, I wonder if he thinks that that's some type of training for him, you know? Like, I wonder yeah. if, if, like, he is trying to harden himself. And again, he thinks, and and also the showmanship, he knows that people paid for that. So, I, I, I think that, like. He can't having, let himself down, he can't let the crowd down. And I think that that combined with where he's at mentally is just a lethal fucking combo. Yeah. Uh, and, and right at the front of 1993 is when he goes on Jerry Springer. Uh, the Jerry show, the Jerry, you know, the way that people do things for ratings is fucked up because what they do with him and Jerry Springer, they bring Gigi Allen out. The first thing they do in the show is sit him next to a 17 year old girl that he's been dating, that he's been dating. He, he, he's dating her until his last days. But that's like the Jerry Springer switcheroo. Yeah. Uh, now. Yeah, and so the girl supposedly been listening to Gigi Allen since she was thirteen. This, He's thirty five. Exactly, time. exactly. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. He's double her age. Yeah. Um. And her parents don't know, you know. They just think that she likes Gigi Allen's music. Is way too obsessed with the whole thing. Has been since for for the last four years since she was thirteen, which is certainly not an appropriate age to be listening to fucking Gigi Allen. You know. Uh. Besides the the young. And and look, a, a lot of people would think someone that's seventeen years old with someone that's thirty five years old isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, uh, I think it's sketchy, terrible bullshit. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I think, it's, but but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like that's close enough to adulthood for some people. Yeah, especially in this time period. So I, I'm not trying to expunge anything this fuck has done. All I'm trying to say is that some of the things that he says in Jerry Springer, besides that part, are pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Because he goes hard. Like, he, uh, Jerry Springer's whole format for his show has always been that he'll bring people on that are doing things that society would look down upon. It's an easy angle for him to come in and be above everybody else. He talks everyone on that show down because he's in a morally higher point. Than well, that. then he also, like, the thing is, that time period, the show wasn't fake. Like he had real guests that weren't pretending and acting and all that shit. Correct. You know, so Well, certainly not Gigi. No, oh no. And I think that's where people are like, Well, he was on Jerry Springer and it's like, Yeah. (laughs) But not that yeah, different time period, bro. It was before it was syndicated. Yeah. Uh and so the thing is is that Jerry Jerry Springer is very smart. He was a lawyer, uh, great at arguing, but yo, Gigi buries Jerry Springer. Buries Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer's fucking talking over High road shit does not face Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen again, uh, you know he he's pretty fucking good at talking. Yeah, if you are, he's not dumb. No, he's not, and that is what's most fucked up about him. 
is that the the weight of his intelligence in a conversation, the way that he justifies the insane shit that he's doing, he, he can make a believer out of anybody. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, what you know, and this is where he really explains. Uh, the, he says something really shocking about the rape thing. He says, "If you get raped at my show, you're probably better off for it." Uh, which it really opens a door to me understanding what's going on with Gigi because as a result of his abusive childhood, uh, I think that in his mind, because all that happened to him, he's become hard to the world. Yeah. Things don't bother him. Like you said, he didn't blame his parents. Exactly. His exactly. Up, you know? he, he says that what his dad did to him, you know, making them dig graves for themselves, abusing them physically, abusing his mother mentally, sexually, and physically in front of them. Uh, he thinks that that made him hard so that when something happens in the world, he doesn't care about it because he's too hard to care and he's happier. He's happy. This is what he's saying. That's the front that he's putting on. Like he is more secure in his life than a regular person because he's hardened to all this shit. Nothing phases him. So he thinks that if something hard happens, like a rape, a murder, uh, a, a strong arm robbery that builds character and experience for people that makes people grow in a way that if it happens to them again, they're not going to be a victim the next time. It's kind of like that Nietzsche philosophy. What doesn't kill you makes you strong. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He basically thinks if someone rapes you, you'll never be raped again. You'll be the one raping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you go from being prey to predator that, five-minute window in Jerry Springer gives so much insight into Gigi Allen to me because, you know, again, you can't absolve him of anything, but you can see what happened to him. You can see where he ended up. You can see the way that he thinks that he has to be and what he needs to get done for his mission statement. And you you can take it all back to his childhood. And you can see that when he's doing these things to people, he's trying to help them. And now that takes a whole weight off of your shoulders when you're trying to understand how could a human being do this to somebody? Yeah. Well, just like this. It goes back to, like, within that five-minute window of him saying all that shit, the thing the thing that uh, is, is strange is, like, whenever he first went to prison for, you know, cutting that woman with beer cans and drinking her blood and shit. Right. And the therapist and the psychiatrist, die, they're like, well, he has this, but it's not that big a deal. And it's like, within that five-minute window, you could diagnose him as being a sociopath. Yes. He has a messiah complex, which ties into so- psychopathy. Oh, yes. And then also the G- like Jesus Christ thing. Yep. And so it ties into that. Within the five minutes, you got two diagnoses right there. Like, yeah. the dude's delusional as fuck, you know? Sure. And so I don't understand how, if you're a licensed professional... How you don't go, this dude needs some serious fucking help. Right. And there is nothing. Nobody's going to be able to talk him into going anywhere. You're going to have to take him now. Yeah, and that's and the it way done. it works, too. It's like, and the like, sexual shit is another thing with psychopathy. It always has to do right. with sex. Yes. The control, the all that shit. Yeah, because you, like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but if somebody is saying shit like this, yeah. a police officer can decide, yo, you need to go here. And they could involuntarily commit you, right? Um... I th- I think so. I think that there is a. I th- but the problem at that time period is most people think that he's not. He's just doing. He's just. He's just saying some shit. Yeah. You know? He's a performance artist, and that's and another thing that you can kind of blame on fucking media and all those talk shows like that trying to grab attention, sensationalizing bullshit stories. It blends into the fold. Yeah. It blends into the fold because if 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 kids at a daycare, 
in England didn't actually get flushed down a toilet to hell like the talk shows reported, then this guy's not actually doing that shit. Yeah. You know? They're just trying to sell fucking advertising. That's all. Um, during, again, you know, during, during this shit, when you go on Jerry Springer, which at the time is a, a pretty big talk show. Yeah. It's when I say it's not syndicated, I mean it's not like there's not like three or four times a day you can watch it, but it's like a national show. Uh, it every day it comes on, so that that makes him huge, to like triple huge, bigger than he was before. And also on Jerry Springer, Jerry brings up how he threatened he was gonna he threatened to kill himself in '91. Why didn't that happen? Again, brings out the whole thing with Gigi. He's not gonna do anything anyone wants him to do. If you want him to kill himself. He's not going to do it because he wants to make you miserable. Yeah. So if you want him dead, fuck that. He's going to stay alive. But he, he again says, I'm going to for sure. Which right there. Option to find Yeah. You know, exactly. That's a disorder. Yeah. But, but he's going to kill himself on stage. Like he's dead set on it. So people, now that there's no date, they want to see that shit. Yeah. You know, it's morbid curiosity. Uh, because he went on Jerry Springer, people want to see if it's real. So now he's selling more tickets than ever. More tickets than ever. Everything he does is selling out. People are coming out to his show. When he starts shitting everywhere, they get the fuck out, obviously. But they want to see if it's real. And when it is, they're out. But they want to see it. So they'll pay for it, which is dangerous. Because now he's, you know, they're getting money. Uh, Merle, who organizes everything in his entire life, is getting tired of Gigi. Uh, Gigi can't understand, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Again, Gigi does understand that he shouldn't fuck Merle too much because that's who books his shows. That's who keeps him alive. Uh, Merle warned Gigi that, uh, you know, he, he wouldn't stop playing with him. But he said, yeah, yo, when you're going to kill yourself, make sure I'm not there. Yeah, he didn't want to see it. Like, I don't want to see it. You're going to do it. Nothing I can do to stop you. Make sure I'm not there. Uh, tension grew between the two because towards the end of Gigi's life, he kind of comes to have a residency in New York. He brings that girl, Liz, his girlfriend. And she's, you know, at this time, she's like now, she's like 19, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and for Gigi Allen, that's a beautiful person to be around. Yeah. She's way out of Gigi Allen's league. Rich parents-ish, you know, good-looking girl. Uh, and Merle won't let Gigi and Liz stay with him because he's had enough of Gigi's shit, you know? So now they're in New York City. He's got enough money that they got to stay at the St. Mark's Hotel. Uh, and they have some shows lined up. It's a huge one at a legendary punk club in New York called Gas Station. Not to be confused with Gas Works from Wayne's World, <laughs> uh, which is a, the greatest show. It's a sold-out show, which means like 80 people can cram in. They all pay 10 bucks. Um, they come out to the show, Gigi shits, rolls in his shit, and starts to spray it everywhere. So the venue cut the power off. It's important to say that the entire day leading up to the sold-out show, Gigi had been doing cocaine, pills, Drinking all day, heroin, everything with his girlfriend and all of his friends around. Uh, They're hanging out in the Lower East Side. The venue's in the Lower East Side. Gigi recognizes that the stakes are too high to end this fucking show after two songs. So he, butt naked, hits the streets, covered in shit, keeps yelling, throwing fucking full beers at cars, pissing everywhere he can, shitting everywhere he can, generally being like the shittiest friend at the bar for about an hour and a half. Yeah. And people in New York City at this time, you know, this is not the New York City that you know now. Yeah. There's people throwing 
literally throwing Molotov cocktails at this group of people around Gigi Allen because they're trying to get him the fuck out of there. Well, before before they hit the streets, man, there is a guy in the audience who's, like, trying to talk to him and, they're like, trying to tell him, like, hey, I want you to fuck me. Yeah. But he's not listening. He starts punching him in the face and shit. Yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 I want you to fuck me. And he's like, well, take your fucking pants off. And then he starts fucking the guy oh. before they hit the streets. Like, the, he Woo. busts a nut and then goes, like, out in the street, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you can watch that whole video of him hitting that street. Oh, yeah. It's Dude, nuts. he's wilding out. Uh, they get him to wear his girlfriend's skirt. Uh, so she's wearing underwear. He's wearing a skirt. So his dick's not hanging out. Thank God. Uh, his shitty combat boots and the fucking Nazi combat helmet he's sporting at this time in his life. Uh, he keeps doing his regular I'm drunk at high school shit. He lays down like a jackass stunt in front of a city bus. The bus can't go around him, so someone calls the cops right away, you know? Yeah. Uh, then Gigi tries to get away from the cops, and so the crowd follows him, which is a bad move, you know? You got everyone following him. The cops are following the crowd trying to figure out what's going on. And they, he, even he's like, quit following me. Fuck off. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, get away. Because he knows yeah. that like... A, yeah. The the cops don't know what the problem is, but they see this crowd of people, Molotov cocktails, fucking chaos, uh, and they're trying to figure out exactly what's going on. So they're grabbing people. Uh, there, there's so many people that the, the cops are stopping people with Gigi to talk to them, trying to figure out what's going on. It's like, and he fucking gets a cab and gets away. Yeah. It's like gross theft auto. Yeah. You know? Well, he, the first cab he gets, he, he starts to get in the car, and then you see the taxi driver, and he's like, fuck that. Oh, he yeah. He's like, takes off, no, dude. <laughs> gross. Yeah. Uh, then, he, you know, he gets one. He escapes, uh, you know, the worst fucking episode of the Grand Theft Auto game of all time. It's this gross motherfucker getting out of here. Uh, loses four stars. Good on Gigi. Uh, he's got this guy named Johnny Puke with him and his girlfriend. They go back to St. Mark's Hotel. Uh, they go up, and it's actually kind of chills out, you know? Yeah. Just them. They snort heroin for a few hours, which is regular GG shit. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Puke says GG is likes to shoot up, but he doesn't shoot up. So GG's like cool about it. Cause, probably because Johnny got the heroin. Yeah. So they're just snorting it. Uh, they, they snort for hours. Johnny says that while they were snorting heroin, they were planning a spoken word trip to Europe. Around 2.30 a.m., GG is the first person to pass out. He's snoring super fucking loud. So Johnny Puke. And his girlfriend go to separate rooms because they can't sleep in the same room as Gigi snoring super loud. At 9 a.m., Liz panics, wakes up Johnny Puke, and says she thinks there's something wrong with Gigi. Turns out Europe dodges a huge bullet. Gigi Allen is dead, wearing his vest, a skirt, combat boots, and his prized possession, the Nazi helmet. They're going to miss out on that spoken word tour. Good for Europe. There's a lot of other things, too, that... Uh, that- you know, he gets kind of Kurt and Courtney around that that whole area. Is when she freaks out and does whatever. People uh, speculate that she was maybe shooting him up to overdose him to kill him. You think so? It's a possibility. That's like a theory out there. That's a, that's a, that is a theory. Um, one of the things like at the beginning of the documentary, it shows like a so guy is just like, "Yo, I'm tired of this gross." <laughs> Well, it shows Johnny Puke in the beginning of the documentary where he is dead and he's sucking his dick. That's a yeah. Of the documentary well, that's what I was about to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Gigi dies uh, at his funeral. You know his friends fucking show up. They send him off. How they you know think Gigi would? They shit on him, piss on him. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Puke sucks his fucking dead ass dick. Yeah. Why? You know. <laughs> no, I don't. In remembrance. <laughs> uh, He's <man>, stiff. <laughs> please don't suck my dick when I die, man. Oh, I'm sucking your cock. <laughs> I'm sucking your fucking dick uh, hard. Fuck. I'm going to push it through my teeth. Uh, yes. 
sucking a dead man off as a man. Good grind band name. Terrible thing to happen. Uh, they have to remove Gigi Allen's tombstone because people won't stop shitting all over it. Yeah. What a legacy, man. It's crazy. What a hey, fucking ride. Oh, it's hilarious. Man, it's not hilarious. But it's sad. This you know, whole shit's sad to me. It's sad. It, like, his, there's his, some funniness, but it, it's fucked up, man. Well, it, fucking Merle was like, Merle was in charge of his like funeral arrangements, and they're like, we don't want you to embalm him. This is what he's wearing. And so when you you can watch the whole funeral on YouTube, yeah. and he's all bloated and shit. Oh, yeah. And so they're just gross. like playing with his dick yeah. and fucking popping pills in his mouth. Yeah. And his mom's in the room, and of course, that doesn't oh, yeah. last long, so she gets the fuck out. Sure. You know? Weird. Well, man, that's it for Gigi Allen, bud. Yeah. Uh, as always, thank God. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks to our patrons, uh, Matt Mess, Bobby Henderson, Ryan Parker, the Big Dogs. Yeah, uh, everyone else that's contributed, man, that saves our fucking bacon. That's how we're able to pay to put the shit out into the internet. Shit ain't free, unfortunately. I wish it was, but y'all are saving our ass. We appreciate yeah. that shit. Uh, shout out to anyone that's given us a fucking five star review and a few words on iTunes. That's uh, that helps us. You know, if you could subscribe to YouTube, tell people about YouTube. That helps us out a ton. This shit's all easy. If you like what we're doing, just do the free shit to help us out. We would greatly appreciate it. If you want to kick in some cake, Patreon.com backslash Death Metal Dicks. We'd love you for it. You know what I mean? Check out our YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's too cool. Much. Yeah, I mean, but we put out the podcast every week on there. We got a cool backdrop. It looks cool. Fuck it, man. Get into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's it for GGL, man. Take a listen to Suck My Ass It Smells, and we'll see you next week. Suck My Ass It Smells! Suck My Ass It Smells!